listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Mixology After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Mixology After Show. Yeah. Boys, what up, y'all? Mixology. I'm your boy, Stefan. I got Courtney the Deadly in the building. Hey, guys. How's it going? We doing this as a tag team dynamic duo today. Feel me? That's right. Shout out to uh, Candice Bonrostros. Yeah. And Miriam. And Miriam, my dog. Anyway, hold up. Hold up, hold up. Yeah. Welcome again, y'all. This is Mixology. We're going to do episode 11 and 12. Thank you guys for being so patient with us. Uh, we had a crazy week. So now we get to uh, just chill and break down the episode. So yeah. uh, episode 11 is Bruce and Maya. Episode 12 is Last Call. There's plenty of panic. There's a little bit of uh, uh, misdirection going on. So uh, it's it's pretty fun. It's pretty in- interesting. Which leads us to believe there's one more episode after this. Most so. definitely. If there's not another episode, I am very upset at you guys. Yeah, because we, we haven't wrapped up whether Cal and Casey go Cal on a date, Casey how that still goes. Out there. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm interested. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a cliffhanger when it comes down to Mr. Tommy and Mrs. Maya, whom I love so much. Tom close the deal. I know. We're going to talk a little bit about closing the deal too today. And uh, I got a lot of questions. So I will be asking Courtney a few different oh, things to get the ladies perspective, but I want the perspective from you guys. Tweet us right yeah. in, rate us of course, five stars always. And uh, check us out on iTunes and, and YouTube because uh, we're doing our thing. Yeah. All right. So Bruce and Maya, Bruce is my boy. You know, he's obviously, he's the narrator of this whole thing. And he's absolutely hilarious. The writers are genius. I swear to you, I'm laughing the whole time because of what Bruce says. Bruce is ridiculous. Uh, uh, I love that. Uh, I, I was thinking about what, what gets said in, in this last call episode. You know, they were looking around as far as um, uh, which, who your fallback is. Mm-hmm. And they, they kind of put everybody, everybody had a name, like a descriptive name. I know. And I was wondering... Have you ever given people descriptive names? I know I have. That's why I'm, I'm asking from a girl's perspective. Yeah. Do you guys give out descriptive names of guys? Oh, yeah. Like if, you know, oh, he's, you You typically go for like, I mean, I I dated the model, the firefighter. I mean, like you. you okay. Know, so like, it's, it's kind of like, it, it's not as detailed. No. As, it's, okay. I mean, in this episode, we had some pretty ridiculous names like Burning Man and I love Burning Man. Which, the what fat? What was it? Fat. Uh, fat cowboy. And there's then, like the the coked out dude. They had man or something. dead tooth. Uh, girl that doesn't know she's gay. You know that that can happen. Uh, <laughs> hello. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis was hilarious. I know. I get. Yeah, I literally. Um, uh, and and then of course there's Eye Wound, which was like the obvious one yeah. that you say. Right? 
Yeah, I one can be kind of, you know, if you look at her. And she even had a fallback going on. Oh, man. All right. So I just want to know from a girl's perspective, do you guys, because obviously you can't know somebody's name. No. You know, you just know their description or their physical attributes and you go, you know, like, yeah. uh, like fire crotch or, uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure if you're interested in a guy, you're not going to be like, Hey, yeah, the, the fire crotch in the corner. But and if he's a ginger, do you discuss? Wait, what did, if okay, the, hold on. Because there was a comment that it was, uh, was it live? No, uh-huh. not live. Um, Fab had made a comment about something about a carrot. Yeah, she said, uh, what'd she say? The ugly carrot? Yeah, the ugly carrot. The ugly carrot? (laughs) I thought she said the ugly pirate, which I thought was hilarious, but she did say carrot Carrot, because he's carrot top. Exactly. So, I mean, if you, if you have those type of physical attributes. I think if you have those friends that kind of make situations light too, I mean. Of course. You got to laugh at everything. Yeah. Which is the fun part about being out with friends, dating, and the whole wop. Yeah. You know, so I just want to say I wanted to touch that before we got started. <laughs> Tweet us your funniest uh, code name for somebody that you've seen in the club. You know, I we typically go based on um, like uh, nationality. So I'll what go. What would you call me? Because I'm pretty mixed. Uh, well, maybe we wouldn't go nationality with you. We would have to. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to divulge. Yeah, exactly. What, I, what exactly. I call you in private. Well, we'd like to hear what you guys have to say. <laughs> Maybe we could use it on our our next uh, prospects yeah. when we're out at a bar or something. Absolutely. So give us your your barology or or whatever it is. <laughs> Mixology, barology. <laughs> yes. No, barcabulary is That's what it's actually what it called. Yeah. Barcabulary. All right. So Bruce is uh is the man we've already established, but uh, Bruce is kind of. Um, put all his eggs in one basket here with jessica yeah but he's he's kind of deferring to you know flirt a little bit and he's he's now with maya so yeah well he had a a, a genius plan yeah genius plan and to be honest i truly thought he was really interested in maya which was awesome because i watched it before you and i got an opportunity to watch your face go through it because you know (laughs) It's like, no, don't do that to Tom, you know, when you first see it. But uh, so in case you guys missed anything, let me catch you back up. Double agent is the plan. Yeah. Bruce is playing double agent, which he calls double Asian, which makes no sense. (laughs) Uh, Which Cal always is the. It's like, what is a double Asian? (laughs) It doesn't exist. Don't worry about it. I love the Cal. Shout out to uh, Sir Craig Frank. He always plays like the the straight voice. He's like, that, that makes no sense. You know, they're double Asian would just be two Asians. Yeah. It's, anyway, so <laughs> Bruce is playing double agent and he's going in with Maya, which I think is a brilliant plan. And he, he gets Maya to agree to flirt with him right. in front of Jessica to, to cause himself to be more desirable. But my question is this. Maya was agreeing to Bruce's plan, obviously, to get Jessica and have her be jealous of the whole situation. But did she really have the intention of, you know, making Tom jealous? Because I think she was just going along with it. No, no, no. She's oblivious to the plan. She's she's a part of one aspect of the plan. She doesn't know the full scope. Okay. So she's all about making Jessica jealous, which I love Maya for being a girl that's just down for whatever. But you don't think there was like some little thing going on in her head where she was like, oh, like maybe this would make... Tom jealous because I, I think she she's smart she's a smart woman I don't think sure I don't think she didn't put the two together that Bruce was friends with Tom mm-hmm. you know what I mean 
Yeah, and they introduced themselves like, hey, you're Maya. Hey, you're Bruce. Yeah. We already met through Tom. Yeah. So uh, I think I, I get where you're going with mm-hmm. that. I do think that Maya, I think she was just kind of, um, Tom was dropping the ball a little bit. She was just along for the first So the she, ride. she did take the ride. Yeah. You know, she's a, she's a fun girl. She's like a guy's girl. She was pleasantly surprised, too. She was like, Bruce, you're really funny. Yeah. And and in that the episode, Bruce and Maya, they actually go into it. Maya actually could date a person like Bruce. Right. She's always dated the guys that were wrong for her, which were, I guess, what well, is it about these professional mostly, athletes? Bl- mostly black professional athletes, <laughs> right? As they, they talk about later on. Which I think is hilarious because most professional athletes are black. Sorry, guys. That's just how it goes. Um <laughs> But so, yeah, she dates these professional athletes that are mostly black, but they're really bland. They're good to look at. They're juicy and delicious. Mm-hmm. No and homo. Then, they, they talk about the bedroom after. Pause. Yeah. Uh, that's just for my audience. I got to make sure y'all know Stefan straight laced. OK, go ahead. Well, I was just saying we've had we had this conversation the other day. OK. Oh, yeah. About black men in the bedroom, Uh-oh. which they touched on. Which we'll get to in a little bit, so stay tuned because this is going to get crazy. But <laughs> well, nobody wants to stay tuned. They're in it right now, Courtney. What's your feelings about black men in the bedroom? And don't be embarrassed okay, I was just, because there's a stud of a man sitting to your left. You know, black men tend to be intimidating sexually. That's just my overall okay. opinion. All right. And as we noticed, you know, they actually had the same views. Well, yeah, Tom actually says she didn't just date professional athletes she dated black <laughs> professional athletes. like there's a different degree i know okay. and uh i gotta say i'm very proud of my race for representing that oh my gosh. thank you very much guys it's really happening i right salute now. you uh <laughs> yeah no so so i think maya played along which i love maya i love the fact that she can handle the intimidation factor she's yeah. overcome that obviously uh and she handles it well and um she's also just down she's a guy's girl yeah she's like i already know what game you're playing who's the girl we're playing it on okay i'm all in. i know i feel like we could totally be friends <laughs> would you like to be friends yeah with i feel like she's like got an edge about her she's serious but she's funny and witty and you know and still manages to be hot which is mm-hmm. a weird bizarro world because not a lot of women can pull that off She's like literally the perfect girl, but not a lot of guys are obviously noticing that in the bar. Well, stop going after these uh, dud athletes, Maya, and maybe you can find the right man. <laughs> All right. So. so they play along a little bit. Uh, Jessica, it works on Jessica a little bit. Mm-hmm. She noticed. She was, you know, kind of like, what the heck's going on? I yeah, know. yeah. And for a second, she thought he was totally playing. You know, it was like a joking thing. And yeah. then, you know. As it progressed, she was like, holy crap, maybe he is actually interested in her. And sure. it bothered her a little bit. He got her on the hook. He's got Tom over there, super jealous. Everything's working about this Which double agent plan. It's interesting because in the beginning, he he already mentioned to Tom, like, hey, like I'm going to go you know, make her jealous sure. for you. And then he, you know, he totally thought, like, actually, they could work out. <laughs> like, what the frick? I have to go over there and, you know. Tom stand defends, up for myself. He stands up for his man. But he did say, oh, I'll talk to him maybe tomorrow <laughs> about this. Which is totally Tom. Yeah. It's totally Tom. But um, so he pushes Tom to his limit. Tom steps in, socks Bruce in the face. Yeah. Which, which I was is, proud of Tom for doing. Yeah, we all rooted for Tom there. 
That was an awesome move for Tom. I know. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like that in previous episodes where, or the previous episode where he accidentally smacked that the bald dude. Do you yeah, remember? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everybody was like, "Yeah, Tom!" <laughs> but this time he actually did it with his own grit, you know. Yeah. Shout out to Tom. Uh, good on you, buddy. So uh, that puts him up a couple points in Maya's book. Yeah. And uh, he sits down. He orders a scotch, which he really wants. <laughs> Water with ice. Uh, <laughs> and which, lemon. And lemon. And lemon. He's <laughs> hilarious. Total girl's drink. <laughs> so on the flip side, here's Jessica. Jessica comes over. She's on the hook. Mm-hmm. And she brings Bruce the uh, the ice for his face. I know. It was really genuine and sweet. And it made you think, like, there could possibly be something there. And enter Dominic right when you think there could possibly be something. I know. Unfortunately. I'm, I still wish they would work out. So we'll have to see in the next episode. If Wait, you do. still wish Jessica and Bruce? Yeah. Well, it's still a possibility. I mean, I'm they sure go into know. last call. Nobody's, there's no definitive answers for pretty much anybody except for wonderful Liv and Ron, whom we're going to talk about in a second. But, so back to Dominic, though, yeah. because Dominic made a comment about, Every time he makes drinks at the bar, he thinks of his mom and how wonderful she is. Right. And Jessica is... brings up the comment that she used to make drinks for her dad when he used to come in. Sure. Come home. So. Which they both have ac- alcoholic parents and they're like bonding on yeah, that point. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, there's so much in common. <laughs> yeah. And so they decide to go home together. Yeah, it's perfect. I mean, Dominic Dominic is who he is. Yeah. He's he's skilled at his uh, his ability to close women. Yeah. And without hesitation and very naturally, that's the thing about closing, which I want to talk a little bit about the closing rules. The thing about closing is everything must feel natural. Mm -hmm. I'm adding my own rule, guys. Rule number three, make everything feel natural. And Dominic very naturally and in conversation Mm -hmm. says, hey, you want to share a cab? Which is saying the same thing that everybody's thinking. Would you like to come home and sleep with me? But it's put very naturally and smooth in the way of, hey, would you like to share a cab? On the opposite side, (laughs) they were talking about, do you want to watch Zoolander with me? (laughs) What? So that's in the closing rules. So closing (laughs) rules are this. Tom's asking, what in the world are the closing rules? And of course, Tom's always being schooled by Bruce and uh, and Cal. Mm -hmm. And they say, listen, rule number one, all girls want to believe that sex happens spontaneously. This is truth. I'm learning new things as we speak, ladies. You may be learning new things, but I have you lived it, though? Have you ever been in a scenario, ladies, not putting Courtney yeah, on the spot, <laughs> in which you felt like, oh, this just happened? Am I supposed to answer? <laughs> no, that was for you guys. Pause was for everybody. Anyway, write in. I want to know. Spontaneous sexual situations. You don't have to divulge any other details. But I want to know if you ever felt like this was such a beautiful thing that happened spontaneously. Mm-hmm. Because guys are methodically thinking out every structured <laughs> moment of a sexual encounter. That just sucks. Hey, we got to let y'all in on a secret here. I guess. I guess. If we're not ahead of the game and we're not diabolically thinking through our plan, it's never going to work. I didn't realize guys plan. Well, then if we don't plan, if it came down to a situation, Uh which I'm sure this has happened for you ladies, um, 
you were like, okay, let's move forward to the next level, as Liz t- said it. And a guy didn't know exactly what to do. He was like, uh, well, okay, then maybe we can, uh, or do you think we should, uh, and that kind of kills it. Yeah. But if you say, okay, let's move to the next level. And a guy goes, all right, <laughs> cab pulls up, <laughs> chariots or whatever pulls up and chariots. fire off. He's got keys. He's ready. Da, 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 da. And it goes boom, 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 boom. Everything works well, works well. So that's a good close right there. That's a total close. <laughs> you must have a plan. You okay. must have a plan. I mean, I definitely I respect a man that has a plan. But <laughs> if he's thinking that the whole entire time, you know, you're like, well, is it me that you're interested in or are you interested in something else? Again, now this this And what what number am I on your closing list? Right. <laughs> well, this doesn't reflect on every scenario. I don't think in life you should be walking but, around with a closing plan. But in mixology, especially with Bruce, we notice he just wants to get laid. Absolutely. Which I kind of, that's, that's where I'm getting at. This mixology show is one night at a bar. Yeah. So typically if you're single at a bar and searching for something, (laughs) you're probably searching for this, you know? Okay. So in this scenario, particularly that's when I'm saying these rules apply. Mm, mm. I, I don't even want to know what those other dating rules are. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said, uh, invite her to watch Zoolander, which I also equally want to say is brilliant. I hate Zoolander. For all the guys out there that have yet to take me on a date, please do not bring up Zoolander. It is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Zoolander's sort of funny, but not funny enough to take the, Derailed the attention. attention yeah okay i get th- i get that it's but the perfect it's background movie not for me not for me <laughs> so guys out there don't bring no zoolander to courtney she's not having it and she's probably up on game now because we've told her i know what the rules i'm learning are. too much guys <laughs> yeah so um last thing i want to talk about with bruce which i i loved which was uh he said numbers can't define me and i wanted to say do you guys give guys numbers do you girls excuse me rate guys rate guys yeah totally okay so if a guy is below a what can he not be talked to i think every woman has their own standards but as they were mentioning you know you can date a guy that's either two points above or two points below your status yeah and how are you to judge who you know what your status is because I mean, Bruce, so thinks, then it can be Bruce anything. thinks he's a 10, so... <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think every every woman has their own set of standards, and okay. and I think depending on how the drunk they are, too, that's probably an earmarker as, oh, I can go five, seven points below what I normally... <laughs> you know, it depends on how bad you want it, I guess. Yeah, I, uh, how bad do you want it? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, alcohol does change up a, a mm-hmm. couple of uh, mm-hmm. couple of digits, gives you a little bit of up and down. Um, which is scary sometimes. That's why you, you know? don't, don't drink too much to it's, where you're not able to get yourself home and, you know, and, you're composed and you know what you're saying. So you don't no, wake up the next morning and you're like, Oh crap. <laughs> who am I in bed with? This is awkward. <laughs> that was our public service announcement. Exactly. From Courtney to Jedley. <laughs> I just came from church. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. All right. So. So, uh, <laughs> hilariously, uh, let's transition a bit with our numbers to who was rated 
uh, an eight by Bruce, but a 12 by Tom, which takes us into Ron and Miss Liv. Liv was given a 12 by Tom. I know. Previously. This is like pre them like hanging out. Which what, you know, what constitutes a 12 when it's on a scale of 10? That's just off the charts. I know. So it's so trippy because Tom, who was with Maya, kind of, sort of, is giving Maya's friend an off the chops, uh, off off the charts rating. It's it's definitely like a precursor. Yeah. To come. What set it up? So Mm -hmm. yeah. So here's Ron and Liv. They're they're hitting it off. Everything's going well. They uh they leave. They go to a strip club. Girls, girls, girls. By the way. Which uh, she was to, totally into. Yeah, she well, was like, "All right." To okay, Ron's dismay, way. "Girls, Girls, Girls" was totally for the women and not a lot of women naked. It was guys stripping. Yeah, he was yeah. like, "Wait, I think we're in the wrong place." And Liv's like, "No, no, this is great. This is what I'm supposed to, you know, be doing right now." And then she naturally meets some guy while she's sitting down on one of the the benches. Uh, it was one of the strippers and. They had something in common. They both had just recently been broken up with. Yeah, they were both lawyers. Uh, so same profession. Mm-hmm. Broke up with their fiancés. Yeah. And he was a stripper now. Yeah. And really lonely. But Ron, she started thinking about it. Yeah. No, she was just like, oh, maybe we, you know. But then she kind of snapped to her sen- senses. Ron came over and Ron was like, let's get out of here. And she's like, Okay. And then we later find out that Dominic actually worked there at Girls, Girls, Girls. <laughs> Shout out to Dominic. He's been everywhere. Uh, and I mean everywhere. He said, I stopped working there because I got tired of sleeping with the old ladies. I was like, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess when you're that attractive, you get to do that, right? Yeah, I, uh, Dom, I, I mean, I guess he is an attractive man. Yeah, he doesn't have to worry about whether he's going to get some action or not. He just <laughs> expects it. So uh, back to Ron and Liv. Liv is actually living, which, you know, pardon the pun, she gets to live through Ron Look, and with uh, Ron. You I'm see sh- me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got a million of them. Listen. So uh, she gets to live through Ron and, and, and with Ron. Yeah. And um, we later find out that that's kind of the, uh, the distinguishing factor that makes them work. Right. You know, Liv is a very... Mm-hmm. Um, a stable person. Mm-hmm. She's a very structured woman. She's a giving person, as we noticed. Super episode. giving. Like beyond. Like here's a bike. Yeah. You're a homeless man. I, she gave him like eighty bucks before that. She's yeah. like, take my bike and everything else too. Um. So they they're they're living. They go to strip club. They have a great time. They come back to the bar. You know, Ron's like, dude, everything seemingly has been pointing towards yes for us. It's all right. been good. Right. So Ron closes naturally and says listen you want to get out of here and go back to my apartment and live freaks out. out yeah she's like how do i derail this and so you know if, i think had tom walked up at that point or no they tom- they were just walking up yeah they were just coming up but she was she was scrambling she had no idea yeah. what she wanted to do but she didn't know how to get out of that situation and i'm curious had tom and maya not walked up what would how she would have gotten out of that sure. if she, or if she would have succumbed to it and decided, oh, yeah, let's do this. Mm, I don't know. I think um, thank God for Tom and Maya yeah. because she was absolutely panicked. And, um, and we, we find out the reason she's panicked is because, you know, she's intimidated by having sex with a guy that, she, you know, she hasn't been with for a few months or years, let alone. And yeah. she just 
broke up with her fiance and had been with him for how, however many years, three years. So Something that's the only like person that. she'd slept with in a really long time. Sure. So and she she'd was, only slept with two people prior to her that. entire life. Yeah. So she's um, yeah. a novice to, to say the least and takes sex very seriously. Yeah. Uh, which everyone should. Okay. So um, <laughs> I just want to make sure we said that. Um, so now she's, she's facing that Tom pulls up with Maya Right. And uh, saves live in the in the nick of time. And the, a crazy thing happens. Yeah. Ron was like, can you get us some drinks, Tom? And Tom's like, wait a second. That's there's not enough hands to bring all the drinks back. And so Liv jumps, jumps up in. and is like, oh, I've got great hands. I've got great stability. And then and Maya's like, are you serious? Yeah, You're like, like stepping on my toes here. Exactly. And it's crazy. They end up going to the bar, getting the drinks and totally hitting it off, realizing they have so much in common yeah um because they're both completely out of their minds in terms of who they're possibly going home with you know live with ron and maya with tom yeah um so then a little bit of confusion sets in because they're they're kind of so now they're on this this journey to go grab the drinks and in that they get to talking they get to laughing they start bonding they start finding out they have a lot of things in common possibly too much in common yeah and there's a little confusion there. It's like, should I be with you? And they right. close that by kissing, kissing each other. But then they came to their their senses and realized neither of us are going to push each other to grow and be better people. Yeah. And so they had this moment of like an aha moment, basically. And we see Liv uh-huh. running towards yeah running towards Tom, and Tom, you know, deciding I'm going to buck up and and go for this girl that I. I care about which absolutely we know is Maya. which is which now we we find out through Bruce who's our narrator he takes us on the backstory and he mm-hmm. tells us you know they will never they're too giving they're too loving they're too sweet there's never going to be one that's that's going to push wearing the, other the pants one. essentially sure sure you they're never going to be able to make a decision like where should we go for dinner I don't know where do you want to go I don't know where do you want to go which happens anyway fellas in yeah. all relationships and it's a killer. Women never know where they want to go to dinner. Side note, I digress. So, um, <laughs> getting all of it so, out. Mix all but we here. find out that I guess opposites do attract. Yeah. And you kind of need that person that brings that different dynamic to the relationship yeah. for you in order for you to kind of step outside of your comfort zone. So they go running back literally to uh, Ron and, and Maya. Yeah. Which is awesome and beautiful and live. Unexpected because I didn't think they would do that. I thought they both would fall into the, the comfort realm of like, oh, this works. Which I love mixology. The the writing, again, we say it every week. The writing's been amazing. And you guys keep us on our toes. I, I had no idea starting the season. How in the world are you guys going to come up with more spontaneity and freshness mm-hmm. every week? And every week we're kind of like, oh, shoot. And I keep this learning could dating possibly tips. work. <laughs> this could work. That can work. Courtney gets another dating tip. Yeah, you know. She knows if a guy asks her me. about the Zoolander. Show is, is for me, basically. And for all the other single ladies out there, right? <laughs> all the single ladies. <laughs> no. So uh, they go running back. Liv passionately kisses Ron. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, let's do this. She said, I'm ready to take this to the next level. Ron's like, next level is my best friend. Let's yeah. go right now. I love so we it. know we know that they're in the bag. So one close check. Was that a check you just yep, did? Yeah, exactly. Okay. 
I just want to, I saw your hand. I was like, okay, check. Um, we, we know that, you know, um, okay. We got to talk about the doctor. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll go into Cal and Casey. Oh, just to say though, they do leave us cliffhanging with Bruce and Maya. He says, listen, I, uh, what does he say? He says something so awesome. He said, I'm a man who wants to make sweet ass love to you. And he invites her back to the house. I appreciate that. Comment. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, somebody's being real straightforward there. <laughs> but Maya pauses. Yeah. And Look, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how that ends. So that's Bruce and Maya. I mean, uh, that's Maya and Tom. And, uh, but Cal and Casey, Cal and Casey seem to be kind of, they got their thing together. Like, yeah, it, they're, they're on like a, a steady ground, so to speak. I sure. Mean. I mean, um, Casey's tempted, which you know, we're talk about. En- enter the gynecologist. Yes. Enter Dominic. Casey's had a couple of uh, hiccups along veering the way. off yeah. the path. Where she's like, I don't know. I don't know if he's the right guy. But I really, I feel like they could actually be in a relationship, not just a one night stand, because she's been derailed and she's kind of kept um, even and sure. steady in, in the fact that she knows that Cal's a great catch. And so she goes for that. Which is, so. which is awesome and rare. A lot of girls don't go for the great catch. Yeah. You know, there's a uh, sexy, hot Dominic, you know, and he propositions her and she goes for the bad boy for a mm-hmm. second. But um, she kind of realizes, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm like, there's nothing. Bad boys typically have no depth. So, ladies, newsflash. If you want something physical for like, what, a night? Uh, bad boy, the way to go. Bad boys typically don't have any depth. When do bad boys phase out? Like, at what age is it, like... Because I feel like if you're going to be a bad boy and you're going to position yourself to be a bad boy, there has to be a certain drop-off period where you're just not even attractive huh. to women. I I, I, I would like to speak on that. I'm going to say two things. It's a okay. two-parted All answer. Right. One part, I think um, bad boys, speaking for bad boys... Um, bad boys, bad boys... <laughs> What you gonna do? Uh, uh, speaking for bad boys, I feel like at some stage, a bad boy has to or should mature. Okay, when should a, is the keyword. That's why I said should. I wanted to make sure I use my words correctly. Uh, bad boy should mature, and if he does, mm-hmm. you actually can have a great catch because you have a guy that's uh, essentially on both sides of the spectrum. He knows how to. Be very uh, sexually leading. Woo a girl. Woo a woman. uh, Take charge in the bedroom. All those great things, you know, possibly looks very, very uh, good to the eyes or appealing. All those great things. If he's matured, Mm -hmm. then you can get the other side. Except you may come back with a disease. (laughs) Well, hopefully the bad boy wasn't too bad. (laughs) Strap it up, bad boys. Um but then the second part of that is, you know, there's bad boys who are immature still, and there's good guys who are very mature but not hot. That's so true. I think a lot of girls mess with bad boys in their in a female mat- uh, immaturity stage. Mm-hmm. They have fun with bad boys, and then they marry a good guy that they're not really attracted to because he's the right person mm-hmm. for them, and they're miserable. The question is, how do you find that balance? You got to find a reformed bad boy. Who doesn't have an STD? Hopefully. 
Sometimes you just got to do take the good with the bad. I don't know. Uh, no. Uh, but yeah, that's my thing. I think a reformed bad boy is what girls actually need. I think people settle everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm speaking out. I'm bleeding all over you guys because I have nothing but married friends whom I love. But I do feel like some of them have absolutely settled. So moving on. Married down. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> don't settle. Hashtag don't settle. <laughs> Find a person for you. Wait. I'm waiting. That's how you do it. Okay. Uh, so see you at closing. They're, they've got their whole thing together. Gynecologist steps in. Mm-hmm. He's the hot gyno. He's Which- got a great job. <laughs> I'm speaking for all the women out there because I know you agree with me. Going to the gynecologist is not something you look forward to by any means. And more than likely, your gyno is not a dude and not a guy that's attractive either. (laughs) So this is an unusual circumstance, to say the least. Yeah. But, I mean, we know it is. Both Casey and Fab are like, oh, my gosh, our gynecologist is sitting right there. And we both have giant crushes on him. It's hilarious. And Fab wants to know, is is my junk disgusting? <laughs> is, is my like, junk disgusting? That sucks to know that. I mean, like, I don't know if I would be like, go ask my gynecologist if my junk... Like, that's just a weird... Like, She's what, if bo- she, what if he said, yeah, it is. Like, oh my gosh. It's complex right there. Yeah. Well, she was bold enough. She had enough, I guess, balls, to say the least, to ask. Yeah. But then, you know, so Casey goes up and... We find out, actually, the gynecologist is totally interested in Casey and not Fab. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, Fab comes back and tells Casey he's totally into you. He's, he's not into me. Um, but wants to know, ask him if my junk's disgusting and, you know. Which she finds out that her junk is top five. Top five. Which but is But she's awesome. a terrible person. Yeah. But she kind of knows that. She's like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she kind of knows. I love Fab because she's she's just real. And then Casey's conflicted because she's like, oh, my gosh, she's so hot. Yeah. But I'm totally still interested in Cal, which props to her for staying true to that. And And a lot of girls don't make the good decision Mm -hmm. here. This is a big decision, a big moment for her. Yeah. She's very immature. She's arguably Mm -hmm. the most immature on the show. And she makes one of the more mature decisions on this during this episode. She says... I'm not going to go with the hot kino. I'm going to go with the guy that I actually have a connection with. And she said, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. She goes, she walks over to the gynecologist and Casey says, can we just, can we just focus on my vagina and not my heart? Right. <laughs> and he's like, if that's what you want, you know, which is totally a play on. Now I know you were saying, cause we and- guys have zero idea about gynecological visits. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, Please don't ask me to go into what. what no, happens. I'm not. I'm not. No details. But I don't want no details. Um, but it's so crazy that she would now say, you know, let's focus on my vagina. Meaning, she's actually going to go see this guy again. Yeah. Knowing that he kind of digs her, and is down in her business. That's kind of weird to me now. I think you have to change doctors. No. Yeah, but then we look at Casey and her character. She's kind of oblivious and yeah. flippant. So she's very, very. Very much a bubblehead. Unless you're like, she's interested in Cal, but she's like, welcome. So weird. <laughs> she's a cute bubblehead. Yeah, I don't know. You know, and I have to say on my, this is totally me. Only speaking for Stefan. I am more fire on Twitter and Instagram. Um, Plug right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I would not be able to date a person that had those type of um, back and forth issues. Mm-hmm. Reason being is because there's always going to be somebody hotter than me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm a 12, like Bruce. I mean, uh, the truth Tom comes said. out. Okay. I'm kidding. But uh, no matter how you feel about yourself or what number you give yourself or rate yourself, right? somebody's going to be hotter than you. And if you're in a relationship with somebody, they're going to get hit on by people. Yeah. I, if you're dating uh, the guys who get jealous because their girlfriend gets hit on baffle me. If your girlfriend does not get hit on, you're probably dating an ugly girl. That's rude. I'm just saying, thank you, Roya, in the back. Shout out. Um, that's just what it is. Or maybe you're just not dating within your your two points league. <laughs> well, I don't even know if I believe in the two points league, but I just saw a guy today, actually. I was driving. So you, hold on, hold yeah. on. Let me back up. So you welcome when a guy hits on your girl. You're not like, I'm going to smack you. Well, not disrespectfully. I mean, if a okay. guy, if I'm with my girl, interlocked fingers and, and a we're guy, walking. And a guy's like checking her out. That's okay. Because you're like, Absolutely. it's an affirmation that your girl's you hot. Look. Yeah. You see what I got? That's awesome, right? Because right. it makes awesome. you look good. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what's happening. Guys. It's kind of like, of course. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. course I'm driving a nice car. You know? But um, if a guy now crosses any la- lines, mm-hmm. you know, or the boundaries that I've set mentally, uh, yeah, somebody will get slapped in the face. Okay. And that's just a part of life and growing up. You got to learn. Um, you can look, but you can't touch. Absolutely not. So, uh, it, you know, but your girl should get hit on and so should your guy. Okay. Vice versa. Works same for guys. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Since, since we're talking about this, I want to transition to fallbacks. Yep. Let's go. Fallbacks. So just to explain what a fallback is, I know you guys have been in clubs, backup plans, you know, there's there you, you set your eye on a person, that person may not, may or may not work out. Mm-hmm. You gotta have something else to take home. If you're in the club and your tr- your purpose is to take somebody home. Yeah. Just clarifying. This is not day to day. You don't need to fall back at Starbucks. Period. Clear? Okay. Okay. Right. We're good. Or at church. Don't have a fallback at church. You shouldn't have... No. You should be at church for God, not for... Come on, Courtney. We both go to uh, the same Bible study, and there's a lot of people in there that's not in there necessarily for God, because there's a lot of beautiful people there. You're right. You're right. There is a distraction element. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) No fallbacks at church. Sound like you've been distracted yourself at church. Anyway, so what were you going to say about fallbacks? No, I mean, I, I just think it's hilarious, because Bruce... Here is Bruce, and Bruce is, like, really into Jessica, obviously, and he's, like, feeling like he needs a few fallbacks as an option. So he goes with the chick that doesn't shower. And Burning then, Man. Yeah, Burning Man. Um, eye patch Lady. Yeah. Eye Wound. <laughs> yeah. Who else is there? Uh, there's also Daniel Day-Lewis he tries to date. Yeah. And... <laughs> the uh, girl that's gay that doesn't know it? No, yeah. he doesn't. But he didn't go at those. Yeah. And Dead Tooth, he doesn't go with that one either. Yeah. But yeah, so. But I just think it's funny that he has so many that he's eyed in the bar, and I'm just curious to know. Like, I guess if you're if you're a solid guy and you you've got the closing deal under wraps, you don't need you maybe need one fallback, but you don't need five or six. Well, I think they were talking about all those because he hadn't chosen his fallback yet. Mm-hmm. So these are all potential but he fallbacks. He went through three or four. Yeah, because he hadn't set one up. I know. He put and all his eggs funny, in the basket. Which is funny because all the girls he went for that were under his radar 
under his point system, basically, (laughs) they all had fallbacks too. Which was hilarious. So girls even have fallbacks, which I think is amazing. Um, I probably have been a fallback, you know, not ashamed in my younger years. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, but now in your older years. (laughs) In my older years. I'm definitely first first choice. (laughs) I don't close anymore because who does that? Just like I said, reform bad boys. More mature. So you're saying that you're a, a bad boy that's now reformed. You know, we're not talking about me here. We're uh-huh. More so, so, but this is Bruce. this is this is what's happening, guys. You realize this? He <laughs> he keeps preaching about these reformed bad boys. He's talking about himself, and then he's doing these plugs and shout outs. Basically, all you single I'm, ladies out there, I'm just looking help. for a woman. I just want to help. I just want to help guys. I want to help girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is what mixology has been all about. I think it's really helped, just like you said. You've learned some dating tips. I hope that you guys that have been watching have learned dating tips, have learned do's and don'ts, have learned um, what guys are thinking, what girls are thinking. Yeah. You know, and I, yeah, I, I kind of want to do, I guess we can't even do predictions because we don't even know if there's going to be another episode. Well, technically online it says that there is one, but okay, if they're so, going to air it is up to the network, which I'm sure they will for showing it. Well, dun, then, dun, dun. then let's do some predictions, Roya. <laughs> and now you're after Buzz TV. <clears throat> predictions. Shout out to Roya in the back. She is my ultra homegirl. She makes it happen. Ooh, Thank cheers you. Cheers to Roya. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess predictions. I would say. Um, there's not a lot left, so we know that Liv and Ron are gone yeah, off, the, have, off the board. They have an intense makeout sash, and they are and going they to take things to the next level. Going to take things to the next level. So the main one we need to talk about is what is going to happen with Tom and Maya. That yeah, well we let we're kind of left hanging. Yeah, because he puts it out there as blatantly as he possibly can, and wants to take her sweet ass home. <laughs> Right? Yeah, he says, again, I heard Pete. I'm a man that wants to make sweet ass love to you. And Courtney thinks that's the line. So guys, no Zoolander. Just let her know that you want to make sweet ass love to her. Uh, my prediction for Tom is she's got to say yes. He's going to be crushed. Uh, you can't do that. I think she'll just kind of feel pity for him and say yes. Well, give him the pity. Who cares? Just say yes. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, we're left hanging. We don't know. I, I... <laughs> to quote to quote the prophet Drake, the rapper, uh, one time is fine with me. Okay, that's what Drake said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who else do we predict? We got Bruce. Is Bruce gonna get anything? I think Jessica's gonna come around because that Dom thing Ooh. is going to fall through. Yeah, I do. I I hope so. I don't necessarily think it will, but I. In my mind, I I want everything to be tied up. So you do want it to yeah. be tied up. Where's Fab in all this? I think Fab and Dom were made for each other. I know, I agree, but they're not on each other. It didn't work. Up. I know. It didn't work. I don't work. think either of them will end up with anybody. Can there be a second chance? Can Bruce maybe shift over and get Fab and Dom and um? I don't know if Bruce can get Fab. Uh-huh. She just is so real no, with it. She's too good for him. Yeah, she's. Very matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, and they had that one scene in the bathroom when they were literally about to have sex and he brought up Jessica. Yeah, he blew it. Yeah. He had a shot. Oh, man. So many blowing it. Well, the only person at the uh, team that didn't blow it is Callan Casey. Casey. So you guys let us know. I want you guys to, to write in, say anything, comment. Let us know. Do you think Callan Casey will actually get together? What do you think about 
uh, Tom and Maya. We want to know. Yeah. Tell us what you think. And we're going to come in and talk about it next week. Check us out next Thursday. Yeah, and check me out on Twitter at Courtney Najedly. It's the last name spelled N-E-J-E-D-L-Y. And then you can follow me as well on Instagram at Court1202. Yeah, and if y'all ain't following me on Twitter or Instagram, start please. Uh, <laughs> my Instagram and Twitter both are I am more fire. And my name is Stefan. I know y'all love me. I love you too. <laughs> this is Mixology. We out. We'll see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.